group of gentlemen joins us from all around the world. And also we have a gentleman joins us on a regular basis from Vietnam. Uh, he always reaches out to us and let us know how he enjoys the, uh, the uh, broadcast that we uh, have every Tuesday and Thursday. So we're grateful for him as well as all the men that we've established in all the chapters here in the States here as well. Uh, men of God, we don't take anything for granted. We're grateful. Obviously, you could be doing other things, but you've chosen to join us. And we just want to just thank God for you. And also, men of God, we just ask that you reach out however it is on your social media. Uh, we're Facebook Live now, so you can join us there. Uh, we're just excited because we have a gentleman that's going to be pouring into us once again. He was on, like he was just saying here in February. And I tell you what, he really made a great impact here on our, on our call, and uh, I know he has something what God has placed upon his heart this morning to share with us, so he's going to be coming up here in a few minutes. Uh, meantime, we have other announcements that Johnny Mack is going to be sharing with you, uh, but for the month of October, our topic is uh, the power of productivity, and so far, we've had so many outstanding speakers. You just can't hear it once. You have to go back and uh, I know Benny rebroadcast during the evening time. And that's something you want to listen to over and over because you always get something out of it as you go back and listen to it. So uh, with that being said, let me go ahead and open us up in prayer so I can get this gentleman here out of the bullpen because I know he's ready to go. I enjoy for God here in prayer here. Uh, broadcast that we uh, have every Tuesday and Thursday to it. So uh, with okay, that Johnny. Let me go ahead and open us up in prayer so I can get this gentleman here on the bullpen. I know he's ready to go. Let me just go ahead and open us up in prayer. Okay, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. Lord, we come to you this morning, Lord, to say thank you because this day, October the 27, 2020, this day was not promised but you made it possible, Lord. And we're just so grateful this morning, Lord. We're grateful, Lord, despite of all the circumstances, Lord, you're faithful. And Lord, your word says that, Lord, for us to just to seek ye first, <laughs> the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added unto us, Lord. And so we're just grateful that we're gonna just seek your face, Lord. And Father, your word says for us to just humble ourselves into your sight, and God, we thank you that we want to be obedient to your word because your word says it'll never return void. <laughs> oh, God, we're just so grateful for that this morning. And Father, I just thank you right now, Lord. Those are just praying right now, Father, for just a breakthrough, Lord. And Father, just a not only a financial breakthrough, Lord, but for a healing breakthrough, Lord. We thank you right now for those. And Father, we thank you right now, Lord, for coming just to heal the land, Lord. Oh, God, we thank you right now. Ah, oh, God, despite of what's going on, Lord, we walk by faith and not by sight. <laughs> God, our steps, Lord. Oh, thank you right now for being a strong tower because uh, your word says, Father. And Father, we just thank you right now, Lord, as we come boldly to the throne of grace that we may find help in time of need. Lord, this is the time we need your help. Oh, God, we're just so many uncertainties, Lord, but we know, Lord, that, God, you're so sovereign, Lord, and thank you right now, Lord. Oh, we just thank you right now, Lord. Oh, God, you're so awesome, Lord. And, Father, I just thank you right now for your hedge of protection around those that are, Father, on the front line, Lord, that's serving daily, Lord. Protect them, Lord. Give them the, the, give them the strength, Lord. Father, Father, keep them safe. Keep them healthy, Lord. Oh, only you can do that. 
God, I'm just so thankful for that this morning, Lord. Oh, God, we don't take any day for granted, Lord, because it's not promised. And Lord, we just serve you, Lord. We worship you. We adore you. We magnify your holy name this morning because the Bible says that you're king of kings. The Bible speaks of you as being Lord of Lord. The Bible says that you're the first and the last. The Bible says that you're the great shepherd. The Bible speaks on you as being the, the Bible speaks on you as being the line of the tribe of Judah. Oh, thank you for so much affirmation that who you are. Oh God, we thank you this morning, Lord. And Father, I thank you right now for each and every man that's represented on this call. They're on this call for one purpose, and that's just to hear word, the word of God. And Lord, we thank you right now that you sent the man of the hour to proclaim the word. And we thank you right now. As he stand in John's shoes, Lord, we ask right now that you would just protect him. I ask right now you would just hide him behind the cross. Allow him not to speak of himself, nor the flesh. Lord, but I thank you right now that you've already empowered him with your word. And Lord, I thank you in advance that you would just bless him as he prospered in his business. Thank you for his health. And I thank you right now for his family. Thank you for covering him right now with the blood of Jesus. And Lord, I thank you right now that every need is met in each and every man's household, Lord. Thank you. There's no lack. And Lord, we thank you right now, not only for finance, Lord, but we thank you for health. Thank you that we're healed from the crown of our head to the sole of our feet. We bind any attack that the enemy may try to come against us. No weapon formed against us will prosper. And Lord, we thank you right now. Thank you right now, Lord, for our helpmate. Continue to bless us with our helpmate because the word of God says a house can't stand if it's divided and two cannot be together except the agree on the word. It's the word of God. And Lord, we thank you right now, Lord, for our offspring, Lord. I pray for them. Pray for those that are in school. Pray for those doing the virtual learning. Campuses worldwide. We ask right now your hedge protection right now. Also, with all the administrative people, Lord, that's pouring into all you, Lord, bless them. Keep them safe. And Father, I thank you right now, Lord, for the prayer request that was submitted in. Lord, I ask you to continue to lift up my friend Roland Brooks. Lord, continue to give him the strength that he needs daily. And Lord, I just pray right now for Bishop Sam Kennedy family, Lord, during this time, Lord, his service will be today. Uh, uh, at Antioch at 7 o'clock and tomorrow the funeral service at 11. I ask right now, just lift that family up, outstanding man of God. And Father, I just thank you right now for my household, Lord. I bind the attack that the enemy trying to stir up here with this COVID. The devil is alive. He's off limits from this household. And we serve notice on him. He has to go in the name of Jesus. I thank you right now for complete healing right now over my son's body in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you right now. Oh, God, only you can because you're Jehovah Rapha. You're the God that healeth thee. <laughs> and we thank you for that. And Lord, I just thank you right now, Lord. Father, for once again, Lord, for this day, because it was a promise in the name of Jesus, we pray. We thank you for it. Amen. unmute myself so that I can communicate to you. Good morning, brothers. Listen, we're so excited and delighted to once again be in front of you sharing a powerful word and prayer, a powerful word that's going to be able to lift you 
and shift you so that you'll be able to go and be productive and do the things that are that you were designed and destined to do. This morning, we are fortunate. We got a young man that's, that's no stranger to us, as Reggie just said. He spoke um, uh, he's spoken twice this year. And um, when we were talking about productivity, I had just been just following him on Facebook and on social media. And I was just amazed at the scale that he's been able to achieve. When I say scale, he was at one point the last time we talked with him. And then as a result of activity and actions and, 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 uh, and principles he's put into place, he's went from that point that he was at to a higher and a more significant, more successful, more productive stage in his, um, in his uh, entrepreneurial bit and in his ministry and in his, his platform. So I wanted, we wanted to bring him on this morning and, uh, and have him share some of the things that's allowed him to scale, some of the things that's causing a viral activity to occur on his platform so that he's having resounding success. And, um, and let me just give you a little bit of a background on, uh, on Tuan Wynn. Now, Tuan is, uh, he's, uh, he's, from, uh, he's from Houston. And a, he's a young man that's driven. Ever since he was, a, you know, uh, in his youth, he's been driven to succeed, driven to win. And that drive caused him to make some bad decisions. And all of us make bad decisions in life. So the decisions that he made ended up costing him his freedom. And he, uh, not just, not once, uh, not twice, I think three times, he may even recidivized and went back into the system because he wasn't, he hadn't learned his lesson well enough. Well, that last time that he, that he was, um, this freedom was, uh, was removed from him, he had the epiphany of understanding that now is the right time to get in line and do what's necessary, do what the Lord has called him to do, because he grew up with that foundation as most of us have. And since then, He's come out and, and he had a direction for his life. He had a vision, a dream, and all of a sudden God shifted that. So what happens in the shift that allows you or that causes you to continue on? And so this morning, um, he's asked me to almost be a moderator for him and ask him some questions and steer him. As we talked last night, he was sharing some of the incredible um uh, shifting opportunities that allowed him to be able to, to have uh, what I call the, the five, six, seven mindset. That's five figures a month, six figures a year with the seven figure future. And all of us are striving for that. Well, within the last six months, he has hit a stride that is allowing him to achieve that. So this is my first question uh, as we uh, enter into this whole um, topic on productivity and consistency. Um, and I was impelled to call Twan to, 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 to speak on this because what he's doing is something that is, is the epitome of what productivity is all about. So Twan, uh, the first question is, uh, let me unmute you, sir. I, I need you to unmute your line. Gotcha, what's going on, fellas? What's going on, everyone? It's all, it's all good. Um, so um, my, the question is, what does it mean to you? What does productivity mean to you? Productivity, pro, pro, productivity. Uh, it, it's, 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 I would have to say consistent, consistently grinding 
and hustling. And I, I, I mean, that's just, uh, you know, a, a lot of people uh, look at that word hustle and, they, and grind as uh, kind of like a bad thing. But for me, that's, that's how I grew up. I grew up hustling and always grinding. And there's a big difference that uh, I realize is you can be busy, but not be productive. Ooh. There's things as having mass movement, but having no pro productivity. I mean, there's, you, you know, one of the great questions I love asking is, are you going through life or are you growing through life? And if we don't take time long enough to really pause and evaluate our scoreboard, we have no clue whether we're growing or maybe we're just going. And so experience is not always the best teacher. Uh, I used to hear that a lot. But truly, when I really evaluate my experience, and at the end of the day, I have to ask myself, what did I learn? What did I love about today? And how can I apply these things? But I wanted just to share that with you. I don't want to go too deep in that. But you know, productivity is, is how do I evaluate? Do I have something that I can measure every single day on my productivity? Or am I, am I just moving around? Well, you know, as, um, as our friend Derek always says, your measurables are your deliverables. And so if you can measure it, you can deliver it. And if you can deliver it, then you can, uh, you can profit from it. Right. So, I, I guess uh, one of the, the, the questions that are pretty prominent right now is, um, you found yourself wanting to go in a, in a certain direction. And yep. the Lord kind of caused you to pivot and go in another direction. So how did that make you feel? And what was the result of you uh, responding to the Lord's urging? Uh, I'll just say this. You know, I used to think that you can just bank everything on your passion. I came to the realization that passion doesn't always equal profit. And I'm speaking to somebody today because what I realized is don't bank everything on your passion. Bank everything on your giftings. Okay. And, and I just got that this morning as I was thinking about a hook to share with you guys, all right? Don't bake everything on your passion, bank everything on your giftings because your giftings will always make room for you and you'll always be successful wherever you go. You know, when I first started off this leadership journey, um, I struggled, I struggled. Some of you guys know that I'm a John Maxwell speaker, coach and trainer. And I truly believe Jay Mack that everybody needed personal growth and development. Everybody needed leadership. The sad reality was most people could care less about leadership and most people could care less about personal growth and development. And then the other reality was during the pandemic, most people are not going to pay you for it. I don't know. <laughs> well, you, you know, and, uh, and, I, and I'm speaking just for, and of course this is my story okay. because you, you have to, you have to also consider where I came from and with, with my journey, I don't have this illustrious resume where I've actually done corporate training. My degrees come in first degree felonies. Like, like that's my education there. So, you know, outside of my certification alone, my first year as a John Maxwell coach, I struggled. I mean, I literally, I remember struggling so bad where I was barely making like 1K months just through coaching. And I used to ask myself, well, you know, is this really for me? I'm really passionate about it, but my passion is not turning into profit right now. So is, is God showing me that there's a pivot coming up? And I didn't realize that until COVID hit. And when COVID hit, 
everything that I had going on for me where I was actually doing leadership training in schools got shut down. And so my passion is no longer my profit. So what do you do now when you there's when you can't turn your passion into profit? Well, God's still making a way. You have to learn how to pivot. You have to learn how to shift. We can't expect to stay the same, dream the same, talk the same, and act the same in a world that does not remain the same. And most of us try to stay the same, and we want our circumstances to change without actually making that pivot. And that's where I had this breakthrough during that time where, okay, as I was trying to find myself, I realized I don't always have to create my own product because that's where I got caught up. I got caught up in the, in the, in the front end where, you know, just as an entrepreneur, just jumping into the online space, trying to go from five to six to seven, like you said, you know, yeah, you, I, I'm, I'm keeping track of that, the five to six to seven. As a matter of fact, how many of you guys right now on this call right now are struggling right now from, to go to that five to six to seven figure marker? Can I tell you, a lot of this has to do with mindset. I mean, what, you know, I, and I just, uh, I, give, I give God all the glory for this, but I just made my third consistent 10K month. And that was a big breakthrough for me, especially from, from me coming back from a background with a GED. A GED. So if I can make consistent 10K months with no education, Anyone can do it. And so if I, if I were to share this with you guys, I want you to write this in the, in the live stream right now. Is something that really helped me out was your pain is a passport. And if you learn how to use your pain as a passport and you use it wisely, it becomes your product. And with that product, it becomes your profit. So I call that the four P's, right? Pain, passport, product, profit. One of the greatest things that I can share with you guys today on how I was able to scale literally 10X, I was making like 1,000 a month, literally struggling as a coach. And then now literally I'm at 10K months. I'm doing that pretty consistently and I'm not content with just staying there, but uh, I wanna scale higher. But just like everybody else, I struggled. And I struggled to the point where God allowed me to go through some circumstances where he had to show me that I was undervaluing myself. Okay. And then let me give you an example. In the beginning, I tried to serve everyone. And in reality, I served no one because my message wasn't clear. My offer wasn't clear. And so I was trying to help everyone. And when you try to help everyone, you end up helping no one. I'll give you another example. When you asked me, J-Mac, to get on this call, you know, the first thing I had to, had to step away and ask myself, hey, are you going to say yes to everything once again? Because I was a yes man in everything in the beginning because I wanted that credibility. I wanted that, that, that clout in the online space. So I said yes to everything because I wanted people to know who I was. But then there's power in saying no so you can grow. And I, I'm, I'm talking to somebody right now. Some of you need to say no to some things so you can grow. Ooh. Some of you need to say no to some things right now so you can focus on God's plan. There's a lot of distractions on this online journey. I can attest to that. 
And I realized you can't say yes to everything and expect to grow. And uh, but I just wanted to share that because when we make ourselves available to everyone, once again, we end up serving no one. And so I had to learn how to say no. But, you know, even with this call, I, you know, I, I said, hey, J, J Mac, I'm going to go ahead and do it because I feel like I can share something very powerful with with the community on how I grew in this season of COVID. Well, and you know, the, the funny thing is that a lot of people find themselves in this uh, unsettling and uncertain time. And it's, it's they, they, they give up, they put their head in the sand, but instead you marched on, you got traction in the sand and you moved on. So. Uh, I wrote down some questions. So I wasn't just going to let you just get on here. I'm just, hey, I'm free flowing. I want to have fun. Like, you know, I, I didn't want to give you guys this long. I had like this hundred slide PowerPoint presentation. No, nah, I'm just kidding. I wasn't going to go like that. But, you know, I'll PowerPoint you guys to death on a, on a Tuesday morning. No, no, no. But, you know, we always appreciate the the, uh, the insight and the and the increase that you bring to the uh, to the table. Now, third question says, uh, what if you're a divine productivity goes in another direction than you were heading. How do you handle the shift? And you kind of uh, almost, you kind of touched on it, but I want you to go a little deeper into that because I think someone on the line is dealing with um, their desire and then God's divine plan for their direction. Um, mm. I know you were headed in one way and um, you've, you've got a hold to something that was actually repurposing or re uh, using an affiliate model to uh, build someone else's dream. But in the process, it 10x you. So God caused you to shift. So what if I'm, uh, someone is on the line and they're, and they're give, putting everything and pouring their whole life and energy into something and it's not working? How do you uh, recalibrate and, and say, uh, how do you listen to God and find out what he wants you to do? You know, that's, that's a very good question because, I, you know, I, I don't even know if I was actually clear in that moment where God was saying, hey, you know, you're going to do affiliate marketing. But it was one of those things where a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we always take risk. And we keep on doing the same thing and getting the same results. We call that, uh, it's another term for insanity. Uh, you know, some of us say that. But I started realizing, I was like, man, I'm not getting any results. So maybe I need to shift and I stumbled upon affiliate marketing. I'll just break down just layman terms of what affiliate marketing is, is literally I take other products, high ticket products, because I focus on high ticket affiliate marketing versus low ticket products. And so I literally make 500 to $2,000 commissions off one sale. Now, all of these are already done for you type systems, done for you type courses. I don't have to reinvent the wheel. All I do now is I still leverage my passion which is communication, leadership. So now what I do is I find you, I lead you, and I empower you. But now I just lead you and find you with a different product than what I had before. So here's the thing. Write this down. Money is attracted to value. When you become a person of value, success becomes a byproduct of your value and cash flow naturally flows. <laughs> hey, I... I I want to I want to give you guys some some really good nuggets that has really propelled me because I realized 
when I was in the online space, I was so narrowly focused on one thing. And that, hey, look, that's great too, because we, we often talk about finding your niche and staying on that path. But for me, I realized that niche in the beginning, I, it, it, I changed my niche so many times. And that's, that's something I'm gonna share with you guys. In the process of, of, be, of finding yourself before you can find others, you're gonna change or shift many times in this industry. Some of the greatest online entrepreneurs that are making seven figures have changed from one thing to the next because they, they tried this and they, they catered to women and then that didn't work. And then they tried, tried to cater to men and women and then that didn't work. So you gotta, you gotta constantly step out of your comfort zone and try new things. You have to be intentional. I mean, your discovery zone begins when you step out of that comfort zone. So if you really, if you're, if you're sitting there right now and you're, 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 you're maybe overwhelmed or you're just like, man, you know what? Something's not working right now. Ask the Lord to give you some boldness to step out of that comfort zone and try something new. Jump, build your wings on the way down. Do it afraid. I had to do a lot of things afraid. Uh, I remember like my first $3,000 investment, J-Mac, First, I, I, I constantly invest. Everything that I make, I constantly reinvest. I'm always looking for another stream of income. I'm not content with just one now. But that, that, that 10K allowed me to look more. and uh, It allowed me to see more and before than what I was doing before. And when you don't have that, sometimes you can't see more and before because you're so limited by that mindset that I can't do it. I don't have the funds. And I, I thought that was a big breakthrough for me. Well, uh, you know, time flies. Uh, it just shoots by and you can sit, you can, uh, you can sit back and do nothing and hope something happens, or you can be proactive like you did. Now we got about three, about three minutes. And I want you to just to, uh, to encapsulate or just to, just to bring it on home and just to share with these brothers out there one major nugget that can help them to be productive in their family, in their community, church, uh, in their career, whatever. For yours. Right. I'm going to stick with this. I'm going to stick with this. I, I'm going to use Amazon founder Jeff Bezos as an example because I want you to tie this not only into your spiritual life, but also where you're going in business, right? I'm going to use the word branding as my the way I'm going to wrap it up. He says that branding is what people say about you when you're not in the room. And I want to close off by asking you two questions based on that statement right there is number one, what are people saying about you? And question number two, what should people be saying about you? Because the way the way people see you is how they will treat you. And the way people treat you is usually how you become. And those are very important questions for you to move forward because without clarity, without confidence, without consistency, you're never going to bring about any conversions in your life. And I'm talking about in sales. I'm talking about advancing the kingdom of God. If people don't like you, they don't know you, they don't trust you, they're not going to buy into you. It's not what you do that matters. It's who you do it for. But without clarity, number one, without confidence, and without consistency, how do you actually how do you actually expect to enter on into this online space? How do you expect to go into the marketplace 
like Jesus calls us to go into the marketplace and be crafty as serpents, but as harmless as doves, if I don't know how to be confident in who I am as a child of God. And it comes back to how do people see you? Because if I see myself as low value and I don't invest in myself, don't expect the world to raise, raise the price on you. That was the biggest difference for me was when I started learning how to find my authentic voice in the midst of all this noise. There's a big difference when you find that voice and instead of making noise, you start making music. And when you start making music, that's when harmony comes in and that's when that money comes in. I'm not preaching the prosperity gospel here. I'm just telling you what worked for me was getting confident in the online space where I learned how to operate in my authentic self. And I'm gonna wrap it up with this. People buy into words, people buy into stories, your pain becomes a passport, which can become a product and it turns into profit. Hey, great word, Doc, great word. Twan, beautiful. As a matter of fact, everything you just finished saying is the same thing that uh, um, J-Mac, who, who, who's my author? that uh, told me about my book. Les Brown. Les Brown. Les Brown, the exact thing, phrased a different way because that pain, you're going to learn from it. And then, then, you, then you develop from it, you grow from it. And then you master it and you put it into a product and that product turns into profit. God does not waste anything. Everything, it all works out for the good for those who, are, who, uh, who love God and called according to his purpose. In that thing, what I want to wrap up with, there was some... Um, things that you end up saying, because when you talked about branding, it peaked my ears because that's what I do, right? And you said branding is important because here's what people end up doing. They have a buy-in. That's one of the laws of, 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 of um, John Maxwell. It's the law of the buy-in, right? Because when they know who you are, then they can have some consistency. They understand what it is and they attach value to that. One of the key things that we cannot forget though, in this place is what you said in that to even get to that space, you got to know who you are. You have to establish your identity. And when you establish your identity, it then adds a value to you. What are you going to do in this scenario if something happens? You already know how you're going to stand on it. You already know if that from a business uh, standpoint, especially being an entrepreneur, you're going to have some people that just don't, for some particular reason, they might not like your services. But what's your standard of, 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 of customer service, you know, are you going to make it right? Even though you already know they might be lying or be some other stuff, but your, your consistency, I mean, I've been in business on my own for 25 years, 25. And I've employed people, you know, up to four or five people. And um, when you have to make sure that you on that grind and that hustle, you know, you, you know, the base of everything that we're doing, you got to make sure that you consistent. Cause I'm gonna tell you what, People coming in on the first and 15th, like, uh, I, I don't need no excuses. You got my check. And in that space, you're building consistency. In that space, you're building credibility. In that space, you're building trust, right? And the one key thing that I'll add to what you were saying, based on all of it, all beautiful parts of uh, a consistency, is that in some cases over those years, I had to do exactly what you have said. Sometimes you got to pivot. That's kind of interesting, too, because our next month uh, we're talking about is uh, how to manage change. As leaders, how do we manage change? How do we become change champions 
and making sure that we're still seeking the kingdom of God and what he has to do for us, even in an environment of COVID, even in an environment that we must morph. And here's the key thing about through all of it. We are designed to elevate. We are designed to morph. Until the day we go to glory, we are supposed to be looking for opportunities for us to evolve. And you've done that through this process. God had his hand on you. And when you went through this COVID, he said, you know, uh, Twan, you got to be morphed into the space. And he literally got you to a place that now you're on a trajectory that you're supposed to do. Because at the core of it, it you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and he'll add all those things to you, right? Fundamentally, your car has been identified as a believer, as a disciple, as somebody who is looking for success. Uh, so then it qualifies the kingdom. You see what I'm saying? You know, people don't really want to listen to, you know, a broke preacher. I'm telling you from the jump, they don't want to hear nothing from no broke preacher. So the kingdom needs to be reflective to the places that they want to go. Right. And so you're building a body of believers that's looking at your hustle, looking at your grind, but more importantly, looking at your identity and consistency within it. And then that's their buy in from it. So just a, you know, just a, um, a word to everybody else. Make sure that you know your sphere of influence. And that's for some of us who are not entrepreneurs, but uh, influencers. You got your children, you got your, the people that you serve, you got your family, the extended family. You are a brand at the core of everything. Y'all think about that when we when we talk about these, these basketball players, these football players, and they're making millions of dollars. Underneath them, they're taking care of families. You, you're talking about Antonio Brown, who did not take care of his brand. And now it takes everything else for people to be in a pinch to buy into his brand, right? You think about when Tiger Wood that left opportunities for his brand to be um, um, diminished, how people jumped off that based on character issues. And so that's the important thing. And then you think about this, the kingdom of God, when we trying to get advanced in the entrepreneurial space, so then that we rise so people more eyes are looking at us but if we ain't got a consistency in our identity and then we go out here and show our whole tail not just that tail whole but the whole tail too much benny okay i'll bring it back all right you got to know this gentlemen that you cannot go out here and then have inconsistencies in your brand because next thing you know the endorsement of god is removed because he's not going to allow you to get out here and then destroy his at the end of the day, what we do, we are affiliates of God, right? And there is a standard. There's a reason why we go to, um, uh, what's, what's, what's my other place for the, the chicken sandwich? J-Mag, which one is that? Come on, man. Which one? Popeyes. No, man. Not Popeyes. So here's the difference with Popeyes versus um, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, thank you. Sorry, I blew up. <laughs> you in the chicken business. And you run out of chicken sandwiches? They don't make no sense, Popeyes. That means you have management issues. That means that you are not consistent. Now, Chick-fil-A is in the chicken business. Did they ever run out? Exactly. You know that the level and standard of customer service in this in that place where they call you by name and they thank you for it. And before, if they have you wait too long, they're gonna come to the car with a gift card. 
they are proactively preventing and making sure that you maintain it. That's the model we got to have for of men of God. So when we come out here and have standards that is reflective to the corporation that we are tied to, and, and Tuan got it right, consistency and disciplines that you meet, and more importantly, the most important thing is your mindset. You got to get that mindset. You got to attach value to who you are and to who God has uh, made you, but that all comes with you identifying within God. I ain't going to over-preach this thing, man. Over, uh, uh, Tuan, excellent job, brother. You got me fired up. And so we're going to close this out and we get ready to go into uh, our Thursday and go into our week. Uh, we just encourage men to God to keep coming back over here because there are practical applications that we can get into this thing and we learn to grow to the next level. And here you have a band of brothers that's committed to it. We're going into year seven where we're here every Tuesday and Thursday at 7 a.m. where we learn and grow. And Juan, to your part, we can be uh, going into our future or we can be growing into our future and that's what we choose to do intentional growth and so that's what it is gentlemen we'll see you back over here with this quick prayer on thursday and then uh, we want y'all to be blessed real quick heavenly father we thank you for absolutely everything we thank you for the man of god that has delivered this message father we ask you to bless not only him his family and all the endeavors father keeping it Focus to make sure it gives glory to your kingdom. And additionally, Father, for all the brothers that are on the line, Father, I just pray into their lives, Father, that you, they be blessed and blessed abundantly, Father, so they go out and glorify your name. We love you, we honor you, and now we live for you. In your son, Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. All right, doctor. Hey, man, good seeing you again, Tuan. Excellent word, bro. All right, gentlemen, get off this line. Go get